Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. Nick and George here with Crocodile Rock. That's what I keep calling. I love when you text that to me. You're like, what time we're going to watch Crocodile Rock? And like, I just had this song in my... The funny thing is, I don't know if it's an alligator or a crocodile. I just assume everything's a crocodile. I think it's a crocodile. Okay. The Pool. The Pool. Just landed uh, on Shutter. Right. A movie from Thailand, but now streaming on Shutter. Now streaming on Shutter. Came yeah, out in 2018. Absolutely. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, we're talk exactly. About. So we've been doing this podcast for a long time. I don't yes. know. I don't know. It's multiple years. We have, you know, over 100 episodes. 150. Um, I think this is 151. Which is amazing. But I, at a, all this time, because of the positivity of the podcast, we have never done a full-on hate episode. <laughs> but this episode. And I still don't. For me. I, you might. It might have grown on you no, a little. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be the very first. I don't even know what to do with this because we've never done this before. But I hate this movie with with such intensity, right? Like it's I'm almost off putting myself with I had I how much I I'll tell you this. this. I had a few I had a few benefit of the doubts. Yep. And there were some things that like I don't. So like I don't think <laughs> this is. A and I'll defend. I could sort of defend this. I don't think it's oh, a. We're gonna do spoilers just so everyone knows. There's nothing to spoil. <laughs> it's, okay, here's a spoiler. Here's a spoiler. The fucking animal doesn't kill anything. The whole well, and also the movie starts where it almost ends, so it's already bookended. You sort of know where it's headed yeah. anyway. So the spoil. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So do I think it is a bad movie? Yes. No, because I think that it was shot competently. There were some cool shots, and okay. it was edited fairly well. Yes. I think, I don't want to say it's a bad movie, because I think that's just who I am. I think it is a highly frustrating <laughs> movie. This is... <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I get what you're saying, but like, just because it has a couple elements executed well, I still think it's a terrible goddamn movie. Yeah, like, I mean... I, no, no, but I see where you're going. Like, Because I agree with you. I actually... Remember early in the movie turning to you and being like, I'm going to love this movie. And the reason I felt that, because I didn't suspect how bad this was going to go for me and like, wow, mm-hmm. how much I was going to dislike it. Even as it was going, the first like third of the movie, there were some warning signs, but like yeah. there were some really good things. I actually loved. So the, the setup of this movie is really easy, right? There's a crew, and I don't know if it's for a t- TV show, commercial, or movie. I don't know. I right. can't figure it out. But they're at a pool They've that's basically abandoned. They're going to fill it up and shoot this commercial, TV commercial or whatever, the scene from a movie, whatever it is. And then they're going to leave. So they leave, and one guy stays, him and his girlfriend, or she goes off for a while. And, and the dog then the, Lucky. And the dog Lucky. And the pool drains out, and he's trapped. And then... Uh, a crocodile is also trapped with him and then hijinks ensue. So that's the setup of the movie, yes. right? So so as they were doing... So it started with the bookend device where it sort of, sort of shows you basically, I don't know, you're, the, the first scene of this movie 
is chronologically where you are in like the last 15 minutes of the movie, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's right? 20, like the 25 minutes. Right. right. It's yeah. not quite bookended, but yeah, the yeah, first yeah. scene of the movie Very is close. showing you. So, because it's counting off the days, like castaway situation. So yes. it starts at day six, then it resets to day one, and then you get to like, I think it ends on day eight, right? Yeah. So, so up to the framing device and day one, I was into this movie. I love that it switched to like the surreal scene they were shooting because it was like a clown swimming underwater. Yeah, it looked it looked like it looked like a weird perfume commercial. Yeah, totally. It was a couch, yeah, exactly. it was like a tree. Yep, and, and yeah. like a uh, someone dressed up as a clown with like a mermaid like swimming through the water. It's very it. strange. It was very surreal. And I like that. And then I like the cut back to it was you're filming it and you're with the crew and you're starting to kind of like amazing stories. It, like amazing, stories. yeah, exactly. And the and and the setup of the characters I was I was good with. I actually liked the sidekick guy. Right, I liked the crew yeah. itself. Um, the girlfriend was already uh, that relationship was annoying me because them together, Koi and Day, the two main characters mm. who are boyfriend and girlfriend, um, were already annoying me from the jump. But I was okay because I was like, though someone's gonna get eaten. Yeah, we, we, we know there's a set of teeth in here that's looking for a meal. <laughs> right. It turns out nobody gets eaten, so whatever. But like. We thought someone was going to get eaten, but I, I, I so here's the, the thing. Film said psych. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I'm going to shut up in a second, but I just want to get this out here because here's the thing. I, because I, I want to dive into this a little bit. This is a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes and there are the critics are all the reviews I found were all rife with like these incredible excuses they were making for the bad parts of this movie. They felt motivated to do that. And that's interesting to me because they would crucify another kind of movie for these mistakes. Right. But for some reason this, and they said it in the reviews, they were like ludicrous character decisions, but that's okay because it's, it's, it was fun or it was like, it was like um, there was enough intensity to balance out the stupid things the people were doing, or like mm-hmm. so they were. All the reviews had all these excuses for like why it was great, right? Because the, even the flaws couldn't bring it down was basically the argument. And the weird thing is, this movie is Frozen. The ski lift horror movie Frozen is this movie. They're the right. exact same. There's their DNA is exactly the same. People forget that there are wolves in Frozen and that they are unusually large and scary looking. <laughs> so it's basically a monster movie with people trapped in an isolated situation and also menaced by a monster, which is exactly what this movie is, right? Mm-hmm. This couple is trapped and they're menaced by the crocodile. The other one is three people who are trapped and they're menaced by wolves. It's the same goddamn thing. Right. And that movie is so much better, better than maybe. this movie. It's got funny elements. There's no moments where you're like, no one would ever do that. The, the monster is scary and never looks ridiculous unlike this piece of shit like it's sorry (laughs) (laughs) a lot of of heat but the thing is the thing that was telling to me was that this movie is called the pool because Mm -hmm. it was obsessed with location and frozen was called frozen because it was about action the action of trying to escape the ticking clock of getting frozen so frozen is a process Mm -hmm. and the pool is a place and and this is that to me the titles like secretly sum up the movie. This movie was two hours of me getting to know a pool, <laughs> and two the pools. other movie was action and people trying to beat like getting frozen and getting isolated or whatever. So two yeah. pools, <laughs> to be exact. All right, don't don't try to cheat. Don't out sell of, the other pool. Yeah, don't short sell the other pool short. That was an amazing reveal. You were you couldn't even stop laughing. I couldn't. 
I can't handle it. I actually worked one of my first summer jobs was at a public pool. And oh, I think God. if you had just documented that office style, it would have better. Actually, <laughs> I used to I worked at I worked at the concession. Wouldn't it have been scarier than this movie? There would have been a lot of suspense because I'll tell you why. Okay. I used to wherever I worked, I would eat all the food there to yes. the point where they would then have to hire someone for inventory. <laughs> yes. Everywhere yes. I went, they, they were like, "There's, we should have more bacon right. in our storage." And I'm like, Arr. "You're like a cloud of locusts." Yes. Yeah. Was, <laughs> and I would just tear up the food. And uh, this place was ordering Domino's to serve for people that they would upsell. And I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna eat it." So I just started eating it, and uh, that would be more intense. In fact. To get a kick out of my coworkers, she was I was standing behind her and she was talking to someone. And while my coworkers were looking at me, I grabbed two slices of pizza, shoved them <laughs> in my mouth, and ate it behind her without her ever knowing it. And I think that scene There is pizza in this movie. Uh, a critical pizza. Like a plot A pizza a pizza. A plot point. That's a good pizza. Yeah, that's, that's pizza, a good pie. That pizza is a character in this movie. Yeah. Right, so Well, actually the pizza did more than the animal no the animal was great and the animal by the way we're just going to tell you this guy guys now this is the most egregious death of a dog in the history of horror cinema it is pathetic i don't even want to hype it up i don't want to be like it's the worst or it's the dumbest or like whatever because then everyone is going to race off to watch it all right don't bother it's just sad it's just a pathetic attempt Here's the thing. I'm, I'm one of those people, like, there's a website, like, does the dog die or something yeah, like yeah, that, where yeah. you can you can kind of see that thing. And yeah. some people are very sensitive to animal deaths. I I, I can tell myself it's a movie, sure. and, like, most of the time it doesn't affect me, me. But, like, for this one, it was just so dumb. Yep. That I was like, it was that so... was the most unnecessary movie death <laughs> it I think was, I've ever seen. It was so dumb. And the amazing achievement of this movie that makes it, like, birdemic, like like mystery science theater level ridiculousness, which is incredible because it's a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Like when right. does mystery science theater ever done a hundred percent? Actually they did do a few well riff tracks did. But anyway, the 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 really sad part of this is this movie managed to not be true to a character arc of a dog. <laughs> because this dog was a genius for two thirds of the movie, and then does something so incredibly dumb. He gives them sustenance. Yes, he gives them a weapon. He share right. He provides them weapons, possible escape tools, and splits a piece of pizza with them <laughs> of his own accord. Like this dog is basically smarter than anyone else in the movie, and then he does actually two of the dumbest things that you could ever imagine in a movie. One is two people who could come rescue them all come in blunder around the scene do a who's on first routine for five minutes leave a ladder and then exit without the dog ever alerting them to its presence which is and the dog does disappear randomly right he just, he just winks out of existence time. like schrodinger's dog for no reason and then he all of a sudden he's back but he's chained in place so how is he disappearing and returning and like it doesn't make any sense no. and then he commits suicide yeah you ever seen a dog commit suicide? I have once, one time, and I don't want to see it again. <laughs> ever. You're not expecting yes on that one. Because, no, this, oh, this, this, one, this, this is one. this time, because it's like retarded. So, yeah, this is terrible. I, it, here's the thing. Like, I know a lot of people, like, one of their first critiques would be the CGI of, of the, the crocodile. The crocodile. Right. And there are some parts where it looks rough. And but, yeah. but to be fair, there's also some shots where it doesn't look half bad, particularly at night Yep. and any time he's standing still. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That. Well, and close-up moves. So the way I was sorting it out was it looked terrible CGI. Like, just like, like terrible like CGI. Um, whenever there was a human in the frame. Yeah. And it was just the crocodile. It looked pretty good. Like, it didn't look as good as Rogue, but mm-hmm. it looked pretty good. And it was a unique design. I like how it slept with its mouth open. That was kind of yeah. cool, right? So they and they did some... He was my favorite character, by the way. So, like, they did some interesting things. You are kind of rooting with, for him. Right, right. I mean, Lucky was, except for he didn't make it. So, I, right? <laughs> no. So I was on the side of the animals in this movie. It looked good. I want, I'm not... I'm not, I, not everything about this movie was bad. It's just... It's just the things that aggravate everyone about about like badly made movies for some reason get a pass with movies like this and crawl. We talked about it. This made crawl look like a masterpiece. <laughs> Dude, I was like cuz like I wasn't like super impressed with crawl because like the two main characters were kind of dumb, like the relationship was was just kind of weird. Apex Predator, dude, all hey, the way. Like hell. <laughs> um but God, was I missing that crew? I was like, right, right, I was yeah. like, I hang out because, like, like we said with Crawl, by the end of the movie, her dad had so many limbs bitten off, he looked like a chicken McNugget. I would have killed for him to just waddle <laughs> into frame in this one and be like, you need a ladder? I'm like, there's the guy. This there's movie, the guy. This movie is going to be The good. movie's saved. The movie's going to be saved. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, it just, it's, mm-hmm. it, it just goes to show, like, how important script is. Mm-hmm. Because how- it's visually pretty well executed. Yeah, the editing, the not- music. I didn't mind like the like whatever sound effects. All that stuff seemed fine. Like I, I wasn't. You the know. sound effects for the uh, crocodile was pretty good too. All those snarls and stuff. Yep. Like it, ga- yep, it gave true. it some weight and it kind of made it like a. Mess. And like these characters, so these characters are basically getting Tom and Jerry the whole movie. So this is Tom and Jerry. So, so it's <laughs> so it's like it's ludicrous what's happening to them, but but the sounds they're making are pretty good. Like every because they. They keep having to go, ooh, ow, ow, like because they're constantly getting the gore, the gore wasn't <laughs> wasn't terrible either. Like when, no. when when he the the first attempt for Koi trying to escape yep. the pool and like his fingernail flies yep. off. That's yep. always that's always a win. Yeah, that, that was but, a good that was a good scene actually. Yeah, like like that that was good. And then there was a there was a review because I was trying to look up the reviews for this like just yep. see like what other people thought and yep. it's either the critics who love it and make excuses for like the blatantly horrible story yep or screenwriting yep or there's people there's only one comment that like i agreed with he was like i liked the first little portion of the movie Me first too. third yep. it was great and then it just fell right off with stupid decisions yep stupid setups like like i still can't believe that the two guys show up like normal horror film mm-hmm. when those type of people show up they get eaten those are your kill count right they're gonna get it in right. some weird maniacal way they're yep. gonna get if you've seen rolled. the shallows the guys who show up while Blake Lively's already stranded and she's waving to him like, no, no. And they're on the boat and the shark jumps out of the water and does like amazing ballet move and eats them. These are those guys. Those are the guys. You, as a viewer. We were just waiting for them to get eaten. Yeah, because so far, Crocodile Rock hadn't done right. a whole lot of anything. Right, right, right. And these guys right. get in the pool and out of the pool like it's nobody's business. Right. The dog magically disappears. Yep. So For people watching, <laughs> I, I wish I could draw a map of like, where did this dog go? Like, that is just blatant, like, <laughs> right, right. bad filmmaking. Totally. Like, the fact that this dog, this dog should have been within 25 feet of these guys because he's chained. Yep. Guys show up, all of a sudden the dog's like, I'm going to nap and make zero noise at all. Totally. Yeah, be for no reason. How do you, 
Right, and and well, and, right, and also you 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 have the first couple coincidences, right? Like him falling asleep and them draining the pool out while he's on a raft in the pool and not noticing as it's going down, mm-hmm. and then his girlfriend shows up and then dives into the draining out pool because she's an idiot. Like, oh, well, right? let's talk about that setup. <laughs> <laughs> the pool is clearly half the, full at this yeah, point. Right? Yeah, there the water a good amount of water has been depleted to where anyone with two eyeballs right. in there And head, inexplicably this pool has none of those fixed ladders on the sides. That is that's another. Right, it's just <laughs> it's just sheer wall. Yeah. Sheer right. sheer wall and and it's really tall. It's probably like yeah. 12, 13, 14 feet. Like it's enough. I mean more than that. It's deep. It was very deep. Yeah. Uh he's chilling. In the pool, yeah, in the yeah, water, yeah. water half gone. Yeah. The girlfriend then decides to surprise him by diving in an half empty pool with no ladder. <laughs> right. And right before she's about to jump off, he yells no. She slips, hits her head. Yep. Now we have a problem. Yep. Now they're both trapped in the pool and she's injured. And again, that was really dumb, but I was okay with it. Right. And then another coincidence happens. I forget in what sequence all this dumb stuff. So the the first one was the first one's the dog and the phone. phone. Right. So the phone's vibrating on the ledge and it's possibly going to fall in where he can catch it and he can make a call. But his dog, foreshadowing, is inexplicably <laughs> hanged itself on the other side of the pool. So he's got to go swim over and push the dog up. And the phone drops in the water and is shorted out while he's doing the one thing. It's yeah. basically the dark night, like, do you save Maggie Gyllenhaal or do you save Tuve, like, or mm-hmm. whatever, like, choice. And so he chooses to save the dog and he loses the phone. And and all of these comical Wiley Coyote things that are happening, I was okay with. But then they kept happening more and happening more which is these ludicrous ways that they would get like like a a thing would blow into the pool attached to something where you could theoretically grab it and climb out, but it would be barbed wire. So you'd have to like climb up the barbed wire. To, this dude, this dude just he just shit. goes for it. Like, yeah, he's just climbing it like it's nobody's business. Grabs a coat right. like that's gonna help. Which I can respect one of these, like yes. where because that's what happens in every horror movie. It's the nail sticking up in Quiet Place. You know there's going to be a payoff, and it's going to be gross, and that's great. That's I mean yes. that's good movie making. But this one was like, oh, let's throw him some barbed wire and see if he can climb out. And then you're like, oh, that's the moment. And then they were like, now let's throw him some like burning toast to try to eat. Like they were just they were just like like randomly throwing comically bad choices at these characters, which was whatever. And then I then some reviewer and and uh, you know my apologies because I'm gonna offend you. Some reviewer had the audacity to say in his review that this movie was subtle. Like subtle, right? Because it was like because it had a message and a metaphor, like with the guy had to seize family responsibility and the girl's pregnant, so like they have to bond as a family. I, I'll tell you or whatever. this. I, I, wait, so wait, so he's like it's subtle, and then literally two sentences later, he's like he was like, and she's pregnant, but you know the movie doesn't make too much of it, and then two sentences later, it's like then they find a nest of eggs. <laughs> but yeah, the scene from pregnancy cuts to a scene of a nest of fucking eggs because this movie is super subtle they fry up a few of the eggs like like the metaphor was so obvious and and these oh my god it's about your family right hang your dog (laughs) hang your dog and eat the eggs eat your young and like whatever so that i mean all of that was just absolutely uh appalling the best character of the movie besides the animals was the side 
sidekick guy who never returns. Normally he comes. No, so normally what was like. Right. It's the guy from Get Out. It's the, the TSA guy yes, should come I, back. Either he's going to save them or he's going to potentially get into a situation where you think he might die. And you're like, oh, no, he's the one cool dude in the, in the, in the right. movie. I really like him. Or, or or they find him dead later and you infer that yes. something bad had happened to yeah, him. Yeah, you see like right. a crocodile. It's the Jurassic Park, like the body falls down on Laura Dern. Yes. Scene, right? Like, yeah. Something like it's, that. It plays out like that always. It never plays out with, here's a really interesting character. The rest of the characters are boring. And then let's take them out of the movie forever. <laughs> I I have never seen a character, unless it's like a horror comedy, go through so much pain. Like that dude, he was getting bit by the by the gator. He was he had his hands beat up by barbed yep. wire. Yep. He had his nails ripped. <laughs> I mean, he was getting home alone all over the place. For, for, he was getting home alone, but he was the wet bandit. But he was the, the crocodile. Was like, I'm just crocodiling. Right, right. <laughs> all right? right, I'm just trying to have some right. kids and swim. Right. And then there's the amazing geography of this movie. It's like so for a minute, and I saw reviewers saying this, they were giving the movie credit for having a really confined location which I'm those are hard to pull off and i love like crawl yeah. crawl did a good job with that that was one thing that crawl did well was i didn't i didn't like being under the house for as long as crawl put me there but like right. it gave it it gave some variety to the location and some mm-hmm. spice to now they're on the roof of the house now they're in the gas station across the street you weren't just in one spot like for it wasn't super hard to follow like you understood you understood where you, where were, at, you yeah. were at all times and all that stuff whatever and the reviewers were giving this movie credit except for the fact is, it was kind of clever. They had like two pools connected to each other, and they had like a like a pipe where Koi was hiding with with her eggs. No subtle movie, and then like pregnant lady hang, hanging out with her eggs, like because this movie. Really, it's weird that they took the eggs because that totally pissed off the crocodile later on the film. No, that was. Yeah. They massacred all the crocodile's kids and then left the evidence there to piss it off on purpose, apparently, because they didn't have enough of a challenge with the barbed wire ropes or whatever. (laughs) But so, but the amazing thing was the poor, poor day is crawling in the pipe and he sees light and you think it's going to be a Shawshank Redemption scene where he comes out and just rips off his shirt in sunlight and he's escaped and he's going to go get help and save his girlfriend or whatever. And he just pops out in another pool. But it's so ridiculous. (laughs) How it happens? Then you, I, we couldn't stop laughing for like ninety seconds. This is a horror movie. You can't maintain tension and have something that ludicrous because because it was so obvious once he came out what was about to happen, and then they just hung on it for like a minute of his reaction time. Yeah, he was like he was he was like pounding the water like it was Magic Mike too. <laughs> you know, they were like slime and shit. But the shot was hilarious because it was like this big bird's eye view of like pull to pull. Yes. And like that's the thing is like if you're on the location and you know there's a pool next to you. Yeah, yeah. When you're crawling in your head, you got to be like, well, that's got to be the other fucking pool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, totally. Like I'm not Mario. I'm not a plumber. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm fucking... I don't know, but I think I'd have a clue. Yeah, right. But even if you didn't have a clue, because they clearly wouldn't, because these two idiots couldn't figure out anything this entire movie. Yeah. Like, every one of their choices or decision-making things was bad. Like, at one point, the boyfriend tells Koi, like, you know, it's you're down here at the bottom of the pipe in Thailand. 
where it rains monsoons every 90 <laughs> seconds. He's like, when I leave, you know, put a cork on the pipe above you <laughs> and don't let anyone in. <laughs> so then she corks herself into this little hole and then it floods. <laughs> like she, she followed his advice and dr- drowned herself, right? Like, I mean, these people couldn't figure out they, everything they were doing. The strategy behind <laughs> a, their game plan lacked the crocodile was outsmarting him and it wasn't even moving yeah he was just <laughs> chilling under like the the couch the whole time right like, well, because there's that there's that famous saying in like business or whatever where it's like don't interrupt your enemy while they're making mistakes like the crocodile is just <laughs> watching them like, like it would be like jigsaw and rolled up and he was just about to set up his traps and then you came in and before he could set up his traps you're like hitting your head stepping on rakes <laughs> he's just hanging back like oh shit you're gonna torture yourself all right well i don't i don't have to do anything it's really wild to think about <laughs> something like this because like i honestly like this is you know this is on Shutter. It's a it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. Horror movie. Yes, but like to me, a hundred what was one hundred twenty eight, one hundred twenty seven hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way scarier of a movie. Totally. It's just way well, and 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 I agree with you completely. And remember, because you know that I'm I I stand this movie all the time. But Burning Bright, the Tiger movie. Which I, I finally got around. I think I watched it on that. I was gonna say Quibi, but that's not it. What's the? Oh, I don't know how to Tubi, say it. Tubi. Yeah, Tubi. That the, the free movie like one of the people. Yeah, talk there's about. like five of them now. Yeah. So like there's Pluto and Quibi and Tubi. And Maybe it was Pluto. Movie. It was one of those. Anyway, so so but that movie is does what this movie trying to do, and it does that fifty times better as well, right? Because this the one scene of the girl in Burning Bright who's trying to escape through a laundry chute and the tiger has discovered she's in it and it's below her and she's trying to hang on to this sheer surface while she's sweating and getting her fingernails into cracks and trying to get out of there. That That's 90 seconds is worth five of these movies. <laughs> well, we still haven't talked about the undisputed king of the alliga- interior crocodile alligator. Oh, yeah, no, we... I drive a Chevrolet movie. Right, well, we've done an episode on it. So. Rogue. Right, yes. I think we're now... My my sole mission is to become the crocodile hunter of the next best crocodile alligator horror film. Right, right. Crawl to me was like a five or six out of ten. This was like fucking <laughs> negative integers here. Two. Right. <laughs> no, you're. Yeah, but I mean, nothing, yeah. nothing has hit a rogue like benchmark, and I don't right. know why is that. No, and that's the thing is like there are classics in this genre, whether they're they're semi serious classics like a piranha where it's cheesy but also classic right? Right, right right or you have things like even anaconda i i would rewatch anaconda at a heart it's funny i, I kept praying for i anaconda. kept thinking about anaconda uh, ever <laughs> right. since we finished that movie right yeah. compared to this which is hilarious because anaconda was you know uh you know this is 100 percent of rotten tomatoes and anaconda's got to be like what 30 it's we, not we, high right so so i would switch <laughs> right but um you're you're right like but the other thing is you know, I don't know. Nothing hit like this. But the the odd thing is, I feel like this... If I was a horror movie maker right now, I would be making this kind of movie nonstop. Because you could make a garbage movie and it's... The critics love it. And the audiences basically rave it. Like, I mean, the w- pool is pretty popular. It seemed like it was well-rated on a shutter. And Crawl has got to be, like, in the 80 90% on Crawl, audience rating. Crawl, I believe, was fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. 
But audience rating, I'm sure, is higher yeah. because all I saw about that movie was raves. And I think most people rave this movie. We are just on the wrong side. Hopefully we're on the right side of history of this book. We're on the wrong side of the 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 collective viewer. We're not going to not lie to our fans and, no. our, and our one person who listens in Switzerland. Oh, yeah. I was, yes. looking yes. At, I was looking at when people listen to the show. There's one person in Switzerland. So you little Swiss Army knife, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we appreciate it. So, it, yeah, I don't. I, I'll say this, uh, though. To just try to add one more thing, the, sure. to, to me the biggest problem is just that the screenplay is dog shit. Like the yes. the events that take place. Thinking back about like the character interactions, one thing that I did not bump on was anyone's uh, acting. No, I agree. And there's agree. randomly a Cleveland Browns jersey in this movie. Yeah, that so, was that was yeah that, that's point points for that. Yeah, a little hometown action for <laughs> you. But for but I honestly like if if so like say they were like hey. Uh, People like pool. We're gonna do. We're gonna remake mm-hmm. it. I would want them to get someone else to write it. Same cast. Yeah, I believed these characters more than I believe the characters in Crawl. Yes. Even though I think Crawl's a, a better movie than this. And I think that's something to like give it a little bit. Of yeah, credit. yeah. I agree. I think the visuals. I think the way the tense scenes were executed were really visually good. There's some really clever uses of how the camera moves to sort of mirror what the events are because like there's. At some point, they're fighting over this ridiculous manhole access drain situation in the pool mm-hmm. where you, with by using the manhole cover, they can keep the crocodile out or in or yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're, however they have a little control. Right. They're using, right, the, the, it's basically like a toll booth for the crocodile <laughs> is how they're using it. <laughs> and if it's not there, he can just freely go wherever <laughs> right, he wants. Right, he can exactly. climb up. Whatever. Climb right. And they're, they're, they're using that thing. But the way the camera is moving and all of a sudden surprise the crocodile is where you don't expect it or whatever, those are really well done. Like I, That's the thing is the craft of this movie is, I even like the way they set up like the drone that kept showing up and showing up, and then it was the two other idiots of this movie. It's a lot of idiots yeah, in there. Yeah, a lot of dummies. But it was, but the the way the drone would appear and then disappear and reappear, and it was kind of intriguing. Like I like how that's done. It was just the all the things that you can do to really sink a movie with, like you were saying, bad storytelling, bad character decisions, and 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 the and just tonally. Having it be disastrously hilarious <laughs> right. at points where it's supposed to be fun, well, it's supposed to be tense, and then sort of like gross at points where it's trying to be funny. Like it did, like it, like they're eating pizza off of the moldy pool bottom. <laughs> like it's kind of gross, like whatever. And you're supposed to be in it with them, like in that moment, like when Castaway, when Tom Hanks has to eat like raw. Someone fish on IMDb said this is the best stranded movie after Castaway. Oh my god! Lord. So. Do what you will with that, that information. The one, there, so like there were like a few other things like the, um, I, don't, I think it was gaff tape or duct tape because they were on a film set, uh, where the roll of tape was in the crocodile's mouth. Yeah, that was, and he was just presenting it like go for it. It was so dumb. It was so damn dumb. And here's the thing: I also want to be sensitive to the fact that maybe there are things I just don't know about crocodiles. Maybe they like holding random rolls of duct tape in their mouth inexplicably. Or maybe they're smart enough to bait us by like, oh, you want this object, reach in my mouth and get it. And then they snap, bite down or whatever. I'm not aware that they've achieved that kind of a behavior, but maybe they have. Well, maybe at like Home Depot, they'll start hiring like Ace Hardware. Like, Here's your duct tape. We, we need some people to stock some shelves, get some alligators, throw some tools in their mouth. 
They love it. They, they, love, get, they can hold anything in there. They totally love I'm trying it. To think, is there, okay, so is there anything else that was positive about the film? Because overall, it's just like, it's so like... Well, I mean, I, I could reach for other positive things, but I think it's it's, it's more interesting at this point to... I, 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 and I can't do this off the top of my head, so maybe we'll just mention it in a further episode or whatever, but I am super intrigued by how critics treat these kind of movies. It like, is that like, is the most interesting. And how audiences take these kind of movies because you know, if this movie was a slasher with these bad ter- character decisions, this movie would be getting hit by horror fans left and right for badness. Yeah. But because it's a creature feature, it's not. And I don't know if it's because they appreciate how it's a short, it's not that long a movie and it's got minimal characters. It's it's like Frozen, like where yeah. you're really only dealing with four or five characters in the whole movie, primary characters, right? So it's easy to digest. It's not that hard to follow. It's got action in it, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's just what critics are like going for now. But but it, the weird thing is if you give them a horror movie in another, like if you give them a horror movie in another genre, and it has those kind of flaws in it. They just tear it right, right the hell apart. And, but for some reason, for this one, they're creature like... features get a pass. I don't know. And maybe it's just like an illusion. Maybe the, the you know, I'm, it's a mirage that's only happening because it happened to be, because it happened to me with late phases. Then it happened with crawl, and then it happened with this movie. This you know, movie whatever. felt like. This movie felt like two boxers fighting, like the world championship, like rogues over here. And then yeah. you look at you look at the tail of the tape, and you're like, ooh, this fighter. It is a cool premise. He's right. got all the stats. Right. Round one, immediately knocked out. You're like, that's not that's not what I was expecting. Right. <laughs> but so the, here's how I would say it, though. The stance of this is, you know, this movie, it turns out at its best, this movie, the the best chance it has would to be The Shallows. That That's the level it probably could have got to. Where The yeah, Shallows yeah. is pretty good, right? But what it turned out is it's worse than the Meg. It's in the Meg's neighborhood. I never got around in the Meg. Right? It's worse because than that. the Meg is terrible, and that's what the, that's where this one's sitting, right? So like, I think there's just two tiers here. Well, there's three tiers. There's that, and then there's the really fun ones. Like, which is the one where Samuel Jackson gets eaten? With Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea, right? Deep Blue Sea is like a reverse classic. Like, it's one of those so bad it's good. Yeah. You know, kind of, and that that that. I mean, I think that film is in a place now where like people generally will watch it and either enjoy it or watch it because it's bad. Right. But they're still watching it and getting some pleasure. Right, out and of that's the film. and that's the problem is that's what I was saying about the tone because if the character decisions are bad, you don't mind if the character decisions are bad if you're watching Shaun of the Dead. If you're watching right. Tucker and Dale, the character decisions have to be bad because that's the point of how it's going to be funny, right? But with this movie, had like this intense. This guy's trying to save his pregnant wife with so a head you, injury, right? With, with a, a head injury, so it can't be hilarious, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, right? so and he also lied to her, like he wanted her to get an abortion, but he didn't tell her that yet. Oh and, yeah, they got real mad about that, right? And there's a whole side plot about like uh, about all that going on, which is really serious subject matter. And then all of a sudden, it's hilarious. He's like, he's like, I'm kidding. I don't need to have an abortion, but lock yourself in this thing that might flood. <laughs> In about thirty minutes, right? Maybe he's trying to. That thing her. flooded like, quick. That thing did flood quick. And then, the then the, the last thing, and I'm done with this fucking movie, is that one of the other critics, like the, that's the thing, is like it's hiding in plain sight. That's why I said I would make these kind of movies. I was making movies because the critics apparently can see it elsewhere, but they can't see it here. There was literally a critic who said, 
Well, it was an interesting premise, hard to pull off, but the movie did it. And without being repetitive, without being repetitive, I felt like I was watching the same kind of scene over and over and over again. The gate with the padlock that they kept trying to get out of, I felt like I was there five times. And every time I was there, they tried it the sort same of, It thing. sort of reminded me of like when you're playing Resident Evil and it's like, this door's locked, you need a key. And then a couple minutes later, you're like, are you sure that door's locked? Let me try, <laughs> yeah, let me try that door again. Let me try that door again. Maybe it's unlocked this time. Exactly. And they were like, it's not going to be repetitive. But then all of a sudden, the crocodile would be, in the pipe again and coming out of the pipe there's like three moves you can do while you're right and then every every time they tried to get out of the pool it was basically the same premise they're almost there they can't quite reach and then something happens and they get injured like and the critics literally like this movie's not repetitive this movie they may not fail the same way (laughs) the exact same way but they're still failing (laughs) with the same end game and they're having the same kind of conversations and then every time someone shows up who might rescue them like the pizza delivery guy or the drone idiots like the same thing happens they're out of the dog vanishes into another quantum universe and then no one knows they're there so like it's it the the movie's not repetitive this movie is the same loop it's this movie this movie would have been I, I think I would have put it in Shallow's category if the dog had been there when the guys show up, they try to help, both of them get annihilated. And that way we have some totally. kind of body count. Right, because Lucky was the seagull. Yes. Right? And the Shallows was smart enough not to Steve hang the seagull. The seagull lives, right? Is that the end yes, of the film? Yes, of course the seagull you gotta lives. gotta let the animal <laughs> because, live. Well, you don't have to let the animal live if you're a movie where you're being, like, super savage. If it's a movie where you're just going for broke and you're making a statement and you're just mowing everybody down. But if you're a movie that, like... Because the critics... That's the thing I'm saying is the critics... When they were defending it for being like whatever, they were like, it had a really interesting character arc, touching relationship, like they're trying to be a family thing. And then... And then over here would be like, yeah, but it was like a spoof, a satire. Like they were making comically bad decisions because the movie wanted to be fun. What movie are you talking about? Are you talking about this super serious psychodrama happening over here on the left? Or are you talking about the Tom and Jerry shit that's happening over here on the right? (laughs) This movie is... The only person I could think who would love this movie is Captain Hook. Because that dude hates crocodiles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, the only people I can think of who don't like this movie are us because everybody else loved this movie. I know. Even some of the people on, on Twitter, I saw, uh, what's his name, Craig Angler, the Shutter dude. Yeah. Because like, he reads, whenever you give like love to Shutter. Yeah, he's super interactive on Twitter. And I saw a lot of them where they were like, going to watch the pool or watch the pool. It was a lot of great fun. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, stuck in a pool with a right. crocodile. Like, that's my jam. I can get that. Yep. I've never felt this, like... <laughs> bamboozled right well and well and we have actually been through this before because what happened to us with late phases but but that's true and we found bad moon after it and that saved us that saved us that movie was so good we got to find a movie to save us from there is an old crocodile alligator film alligator is actually pretty corny classic is that yeah the poster looks great and he looks it looks intimidating yeah that's that's the other thing is like this film could have been great the the, the the crocodile wasn't as like vicious as you would normally assume. Like no, they hung out with the crocodile for half the movie. Like openly hung out with them. I will say on the bottom of the pool having sandwiches next to the crocodile, and sometimes snoozing. Yeah. There's a few times where they were both asleep, and I'm like, you were asleep. Yeah, they napped together. And the, the the guy was there. I wish they would have made 
even though it did have a body count, they could have made it like a little bit more intimidating. Like I still think the it, no one you didn't kill anyone. It didn't kill anyone. But even so, like even in um, crawl in the beginning of the film, when I think she might get like tossed around by it once or twice in mm-hmm. the basement. But even that shot where like he's chilling in the corner and his eyes glow red, mm-hmm. that one frame alone. Yep. They're like Nick. You can either sit down, spend an hour and forty minutes watching this yep. movie, or we will show you one photo on our phone <laughs> from Crawl. Which hour. one will you get more enjoy for an hour, for an hour and a half? Which one? That still photo. Yeah, I'm gonna more. watch that still photo that's for hilarious. an hour and a half. That's hilarious. Because at least it, like because that's had, better. Because they the because it's they turned the crocodile into Valak for a second and it was cool. They did. Mm-hmm. There and to give a, just a little bit more credit to this movie because I like to try to squeeze as much yes. positivity because I don't want to be like a pompous asshole. Totally, totally. Some there was uh, they would do like in between scenes they would do shots of like the rain. And, just like, so was, you know, pompous assholes go after the twenty percent movies on Rotten Tomatoes. They don't go after the hundred percent. That is true. <laughs> That's who we're putting up on deuces. <laughs> go ahead, sorry. Uh, the shot of the rain. The the CGI shots they would have like the fake rain in between yes. to show the monsoon coming. Those I thought were not not bad. <laughs> Strong endorsements. <laughs> they, they they actually I, the camera angles were cool, kind of God's eye view choices, which I liked. They they didn't look all that amazing, but they they. And the, that's another thing is that that's something that, that you see done so well. Like, that was one of the stronger elements of Crawl was the, I liked the atmosphere. I liked how they depicted the storm, the storm rolling in. The eye of the, the city the dealing with it, right. No. So, but not. This mm. one. Man, I just wish I could. I, I'd rather just watch that dad get torn to shreds and crawl again. Yeah. <laughs> just, there's, there's nothing. Yep. There's really nothing left to say, which is really unfortunate. Well, there's one last thing to say. So. We feel press F for, we feel for del- lucky respects. <laughs> we feel delusional about this movie. So if you've seen it, please let us know why you like it if you like it. Or if for some odd reason you're one of those few people out there hiding in a bunker, avoiding the juggernaut of the pool, <laughs> the acclaim for the pool that everyone loves, and you're a person who didn't like it so much, let us know. But we're just really curious. Authentically, we're open to changing our minds. I have changed my minds on movies that I've hated over time, right? Like where I thought that I hated it at the time that I saw it and I ended up really appreciating it, right? Yeah. So I thought Jaws 2 was relatively boring the first time I saw it. But as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate kind of the craft of it because you didn't, it, it was a full on blockbuster budget use of a, but done in a really quieter way than the first Jaws. Yeah. So you don't get to see that mix in movies very often where it's big budget blockbuster, but like quieter tone. Like Mm -hmm. the character study of Roy Scheider in there is interesting. And I didn't catch it in the first one. So I'm open to this being a goddamn masterpiece that I'm missing. (laughs) And if you have like no backing up of this movie, Mm -hmm. point me in the direction of a good Thai horror film. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I like know enough about Type. that's fair or point us in the direction of we so we love the movie bad moon and we watch that after late phases to cleanse our werewolf yeah, palette great. so if you've got a good aquatic horror movie that we haven't seen uh, throw us i still haven't seen underwater throw yeah i mean under i think underwater is excellent actually so <laughs> maybe that's I, so I think, I think okay that's a, well we'll have that in our back pocket <laughs> but if you if the listeners have something <laughs> right. uh let us know, let us know. and if you don't want to be well, actually you know what if you want to be stuck in a pool don't leave us a review <laughs> if you want to be saved by a story that's hopefully good consider giving us a five-star review yes. we had some flood in 
which is crazy. I did, you know, I've been saying it, and I and then I didn't check it, and then it shot up like ten more reviews, which is super so encouraging. Shot, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, so like it, it works. <laughs> it's, it's, and I was looking. Works. Okay, so we have one person in Switzerland who's listening. So if you're listening, uh, thank you. Thank you. And, and we also have like. That this movie that we're going up against, guys, this is an underdog story, okay? So we're not five-star rated on iTunes. We're high, but not high. No, we are five-star. Oh, we're back to five-star? Yeah, okay. yeah. But we need to defend it. So we're going up against a 100% Rotten Tomatoes movie. So keep we it need, 100. We need, yeah, keep we need high rating. Don't let us down. We'll get eaten by, well, we, we won't get eaten by a crocodile. We'll get eaten by a bucket. What What actually killed people in this movie? Head trauma. <laughs> head trauma. <laughs> we're going to die well, of head trauma. Did, I mean, <laughs> like, no. The only thing that killed people in this movie was a dog whistle. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lucky. Oh, oh poor Pooch. God. God, he was a cute dog. Some he eggs like, died. He so looked like, yeah, some forks, eggs died. Forks, cutlery and, and dog whistles were the I most dangerous. I mean, it looked like the dog from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> like, it was such a cute The most dog dangerous. Dog. And I will say this. The objects in this movie were forks and knives and dog whistles. I don't think we have any Ooh. listeners in Thailand, but I know we have... The one Swiss that we mentioned. I think we have two New Zealanders. Fantastic. All right. Love New Zealand. If those three. You have an amazing leader. We're jealous. That will be an eclectic group of reviews. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I had one more thing to tie it in, but I don't forget because I had to talk about this movie (laughs) for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. It was about the one review because we were like 4.8 because we had one one star review where guys like, it's not even hard. They're just talking to people. (laughs) I was like, you got it, chief. You fucking nailed it. He's smart. Einstein. That's the right. Go watch the pool. Not that guy loves <laughs> No, don't tell him. He's gonna he's gonna watch it and be like, these guys are stupid as yeah, shit. This movie's great. Well, he's, gonna, yeah. he's gonna create another cut that gives another one star going. The pool rocks. The po- <laughs> Go drown in an empty pool. These you people idiots. don't know they appreciate the artistry of getting a dog to hang itself. <clears throat> I'm gonna hold a candlelight vigil for Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ironically named Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. He yes. was lucky because he got to check out the movie 10 minutes before we did. So he was, <laughs> he, got to, he was like, I'm going to jump off this cliff. I roll think credits. these fucked up filmmakers think he is lucky. I think that he that dog was there to commit suicide to give the humans a way out. And that they think that's what dogs should do. And I, that, I mean, it's just fucked up all the way around. But either way, like I said before... The tragedy is they betrayed the arc of the dog because the, the dog could have saved them hours before that with a way better strategy than suicide. If I'm, if I'm Lucky's ghost, I'm haunting them in that's every exact. pizza pie they get. <laughs> the rest, I'm just going to start noshing on pizza that's as a exact, ghost dog. That's exactly right. There we go. We'll leave so, a review yeah. about ghost dogs. Yeah. And until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of other other horror movies. <laughs> I never said that before in a classic. That's how I feel. Watch a bunch of other, other horror, movies. horror movies. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye guys.